Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. Well, today is my great honor and pleasure to welcome the Wakes, Helen and Nick Wake, who are owner of Tenchi Spanish American Kitchen and Ohana Creamery. Um, And this is a special podcast for me because when I started with economic development um, in April of 2018, right before that, I had stopped in, just found uh, this restaurant in Greensboro that had I did not know, just opened. And so when I started a couple months later in economic development, I kind of made that my place of going, look at this small business, look at this new business that just opened with this young couple who have family that are very concerned and and a diverse menu. I mean, that's what drew me in and then the food quality. So it's very special to me to have you guys talk to me today and share a little bit about what that journey has been over the last, oh my goodness, almost six years since you opened, um, so that other people who are considering going into business, whether it's food service, whether it's landscaping, anything, understand that, yeah, you can have those bumps in the roads, you can have those highs and those lows, but you come out when you're strong, when you have a good ethic, work ethic, when you have a strong family. So I'm going to ask you each individually to introduce yourself, share a little bit about what you do in the business, and then we'll just talk about what it's been like for you over the last six years. So Helen, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, Good morning. Um, So I came here when I was nine. So I'm from Guatemala. Um, So learning English was very hard. Getting used to the new food was very hard. Um, So I grew up in Marydale. Okay. And then I went to school to Greensboro, Lockerman, and North Carolina High School, so all that. And then, um, you know, started working at Burger King, and then okay. that's how I met Nick. Gotcha. And then we got married. We moved to Salisbury. Um, we were there a few years, and then we moved back to Greensboro. I was working at the pharmacy, and he was working at Save-A-Lot. And then, you know, he saw the restaurant was closed um, across the pharmacy. He's always wanted to open a restaurant. Even when we were in Salisbury, um, I think one was at the flea market. Uh, It just never, you know, worked out. One was next to Exxon and Isabella Street in Salisbury. Gotcha. Um, But then he was like, we're going to open the restaurant. And I was like, what? And I was working (laughs) at the pharmacy and I was, and he was like, we're going to open, you know, and he's like, I'm going to give my 30 days notice. And I was like, what? Um, I was like, all right. So, (laughs) so. And I, it, it, it was surprising to me because I did not, I honestly didn't plan on opening a restaurant. That gotcha. was, I mean, he always wanted to open the restaurant. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And I remember talking to my boss and I was like, if this doesn't work out, can I have my, right. my, my job back? Right. And she was like, 
Of course. She was like, but I don't think you'll be coming back. Oh, that's great. So I'd like to, before we get to you, Nick, I want to unpack a couple things. Because if there's any advice, that that whole intro, Helen, was full, chock full of advice. Number one, partnerships. Yes. You happen to be a spousal partnership, but it could be family. It could be a close friend. It could just be a trusted advisor. That partnership where you supported him. And when, when Nick said, I want to quit my job, which is a sure income and go into something new that seed had already been planted though right and so it grew it wasn't like it was a Thursday and he goes I'm quitting (laughs) and we're going to put all the money that we have and we're going to try this so planting that seed so for someone starting a business and then that support and it had to have been mutual um, for for you to know okay I'm going to go through this with my spouse with my husband but I'm making sure I have some place. So Greensboro Pharmacy, she was a partner in this too, because she gave you that kind of assurance. Things didn't work out. You knew that you could go right across the street. And then market share, determining that, getting used to the food. I've never heard somebody say that before who has come to Caroline County, come to the States, getting used to the food. So we're going to get into that later, because I think that really is part of what has made you so successful, is recognizing that and introducing that to the palate of the people around here. Um, So thank you so much for, for sharing that. And folks, Go back and listen to that because (laughs) Helen just gave you starting a business 101 without realizing it. So, Nick, we'll turn it over to you. Introduce yourself and tell a little bit about your origin story for Tenchi. All right. So I'm Nick Wake. I'm Helen's husband. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of one of those moments where you see something that you have had in your heart for a very long time and you see the door sort of cracked open. Uh, Helen... We've been we've been married sixteen years, almost sixteen years, and in like two weeks it'll be sixteen. Years. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. Um, yeah. So she knows I'm a. I will, I will move if I feel like uh, it's time to move. Gotcha. And that was one of those moments where I was driving past the restaurant, you know, every day on my way to work, and I saw it empty. And as she said, it's something that we had pursued before mm-hmm. that we had. Always that I had dreamed about. Um, it was something that that I loved. We met in the food business. We worked together in the food business. And it was one of those things where I was like, I'm not getting any younger and it's time to time to move. Yeah. And uh, so I'll uh, yeah, I'll never forget going home and, and kind of telling her I, I want to open this restaurant. And she's like, you are insane. Of course. And, right. um, Which is good, yeah. right? Good to have that balance of, oh, no, I'll just do whatever you want, partner, again, yeah. wh- however that's defined. But to check you on that, on the reality of that. Yeah, she's yeah. like, you are crazy. And and I think, as you, you said, we had sure income. Um, we weren't, you know, in a place where everything was perfect and wonderful. But mm-hmm. we had a check every two weeks, and and we were moving along as a family and 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 doing well. Um, but it was a dream that we had, or that I had, and 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 that we had pursued before. Right. So right. I knew I knew that food was something special to us. Uh, it's what brought us together. Like she said, we we met at Burger King. I got to interview my wife. Not many people can do that. Um, <laughs> Not many and, people uh, want to do that. Yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> so, but but it was it, it was just one of those things. And um, 
So food has always been in my heart. Yeah. And uh, I ended up on the shore in 1997. I, I'm from Baltimore. I graduated and went to Ocean City, and I never went home. That's awesome. And, because um, you love the Eastern Shore, and you love Carolina yeah, County it was, and Greensboro Yeah, so it was yeah. Uh, one of those things. I was young. I was 17. I called my dad. I said, I'm staying over here. And he he's another one that was like, you're crazy. Yeah. And uh, so it's not new that I've, I've just moved and, and kind of... Mm-hmm you know, went where my heart was taking me. So, so that I'm going to kind of skip ahead Mm -hmm. because that movement, that flexibility, agility is why Tenchi after six years, after some health issues, after the pandemic, after crazy supply chain cost increase is still here because you, you just exude this idea that I have this dream. I have this support, I'm going to move in a way and flex in a way that's going to make sure that I am successful. And for those of you who don't know, Nick and Helen are married and they had a young family when they started this in December of 2023 is going to be six years. Restaurants don't last six years, right? Do they? So I think let's talk a little bit about how that philosophy of just moving ahead helped you get through a couple of tough years and where you see that same kind of philosophy helping you for the future. Nick, I'll ask you to go ahead and talk about that. So um, being in the restaurant business, I had always run these stores that were on very busy tourist routes. Okay. So summertime was our peak season. We opened Tenchi in December and I remember thinking, all right, summer's going to be busy. And uh, summer came. It was our very first year. We were a handful of months into it, and we didn't get busy. Uh-huh. And okay. you know, a lot of times when we're pursuing a, a, a someone's pursuing a small business or they're they're pursuing a dream, it all looks good and it's all perfect on paper. And you're you're so chock full of emotion and and just anticipation. Yes. And you're like, this is going to be amazing. And then you open the door, and it's like, oh my goodness, this is real life. I quit my job. I have right. a family, the bills are due, and and many people don't know that I wrote the first menu for Tenchi in the library in Greensboro gotcha. because we didn't even have internet at home. Gotcha. So it's not like I had yeah. a ton of business money saved up. So that that um, excitement inside me, what drove me forward, is what keeps us alive today, and gotcha. that ability to, to change and to make moves and not grow sentimental to what I necessarily dreamt about, but the pursuing of what I was dreaming about. And that was a, a amazing life for my wife and, and for my family and, and for the community. That's awesome. I'm going to come back to that sentimentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about the menu because Helen, you, you mentioned that, right? So food has been, the fact that you mentioned that and you're moving here from Guatemala, how did you guys work together to come up with this amazing menu that was, they call it fusion, but it was awesome Spanish Guatemalan inspired, but then wonderful American fare. So Nick loves to cook. Um, you know, I always tell people I like to cook, but he loves to cook. So, gotcha. that, so but my mom um, always wanted to open a restaurant in Guatemala, right? But she was a single mom of five. She didn't have, you know, a dream to pursue other than, you know, make sure that we made it. So when we were talking about food, um, I, we were just talking about this to one of the girls uh, in the kitchen the other day. And I was like, I remember the day of making the fried ice cream, my sister-in-law, 
Um, Maddie was helping me and my mom. We sat at the kitchen table at our house and we were talking about the menu. And, you know, Nick loves to cook and my mom, you know, loves to cook as well. She always can make something out of nothing. That's what I always say. You know, even when, you know, we didn't have a lot, she would make something. So that's kind of how the menu combined, you know, kind of what people... uh, you know, loved in American food and what was common in our Hispanic culture, like the fajitas and the quesadillas. Um, so our quesadillas are hand-pressed, so they're very different than other quesadillas, and just our tacos are hand-pressed as well, the corn tortillas. So we wanted to combine both of them and bring, you know, authentic yes. food. Um, the name Tenchi, so my mom's nickname is Tenchi. Ah. I did not know that. And a lot of people ask that because Tenchi um, also, a lot of people sometimes think is Japanese food as well because Tenchi in Japanese means heaven on earth. Gotcha. So we tie that in. I mean, Nick is from Japan as well. Um, And so when people ask, you know, it kind of ties the culture of, you know, American, Japanese, and Hispanic all in one name. And when we open, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, when we decided to open the restaurant, I told Nick, all right, I'm going to pray about it because I always say I don't make a decision unless I'm, I have peace about it. And so one of the things that when we chose the name and we chose the menu was when people come in Tenchi, that they would have an atmosphere, you know, of family, of them feeling welcome. It is very different than any other, I feel, because one of the biggest thing is alcohol. They always mm-hmm. ask us, why don't you sell alcohol? You would make so much money if sure. you sell alcohol. That, that's always the calls that I get or even when I'm up front on the counter and I'm like, um, you know, it's a fa- family-friendly place and I want people to come and enjoy a meal with their family without having to worry about anything and we a lot of our team are from high school and we want a safe environment just as for our family as well as for our team because I always tell them that you know we care about them more than just them being a team for us or working for us. You know, I want them to know that we truly care. And I think exactly. that's what set us apart. I know you didn't ask me that, but I just felt no, that. Again, so it, it wraps all into so. this idea of that support system, the family, the partnerships, and you're expanding that to that to your workers and the folks that serve your customers, which they're all part of uh, family. So you said, Nick, you know, you're, you didn't want to operate in the future on the basis of sentimentality, yet there's this this neat kind of balance of, yes, we are sentimental about our family, the names in honor of Helen's mother, the fact that you consider um, you have made a business decision to have a family-friendly restaurant because you have young kids who are serving, young adults who are serving, um, but Talk about how that, what you mean when you're saying you're not being sentimental, because I think people need to hear this. This is probably, I want to prep folks who are listening, this idea of sentimentality and having versus passion is probably one of the things that most people find the hardest to get over in order to be successful. Absolutely. So 
when we when we came up with the idea of blending that Spanish and American culture, for me, it went back to Thanksgiving, our very first Thanksgivings together. Uh, Helen's from Guatemala. They had never had a traditional Thanksgiving fair, like the turkey, the stuffing, the deviled eggs, the you know mashed potatoes. That just was not something they had done. And that first Thanksgiving, when they came over, they brought tamales and like quartered chicken legs and things, you know, that they cook for Thanksgiving. Sure. And I had the whole spread. And I remember her family went immediately to the American fair and started mashed potatoes and stuffing and gravy and just all, the whole thing. And I knew it was special seeing the two cultures come together. And uh, that was the seed that was planted. And that's when I say what I'm sentimental to is that emotion, Yes, is that feeling, is that experience. What I have grown to understand in the past several years is that I cannot stay sentimental to the items that produce that experience. Gotcha. So a lot of times you'll see traditional diners or traditional restaurants that have been around for several years, uh, sell off or the family retires, and then someone takes over, and they literally take the menu and change the name at the top. But they're selling something that did not mean anything to them. Gotcha. And so that's what I mean when I say we can't be sentimental to an necessarily an item. Mm -hmm. It has to be mm -hmm. the experience. That's so right. that's what's been success has allowed us to go through these seasons in Tenchi and stay successful. Is I didn't say we have to keep X, Y, and Z on the menu because that's what we started with. Right. No. Right. Because one, it's maybe it's not selling, or maybe it is selling, but it's taking too much time now in the way that the world has changed to produce and people are not willing to wait or it's creating experience that we don't want them to have. Gotcha. And uh, so when I say we stay sentimental, you can't stay sentimental to things. Right. I, I mean the menu items. But exactly. that experience and that emotion that you dreamt about, that is what you have to hold on to because right. that's what you want to create. That's so when someone yeah when yeah. someone comes into Tenchi I want them to have that same experience that I had sitting down with my family that Thanksgiving right. and seeing them enjoy something they had never had before. Yeah. And that goes both ways because we'll have people from the Hispanic community come in and have a cheesesteak or a burger or something that maybe they traditionally would never have had sure. and fall in love with it. Right. And vice versa with, with the, uh, the, the you know, American side of the, the, yeah. the client base. So as you guys, you know, six years ago, well, actually, I guess this time six years ago said, yes, let's go ahead and get into business. Um, how did you determine who was going to do what? Because you can't step on each other's toes. Otherwise, that's inefficient. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's often said that, um, Helen, that, you know, you are the front of the house and um, that you make sure that the business runs. So how did you come about when you sat down six years ago in November and say, yep, this is what I'm going to do versus this is what Nick's going to do? Um, so six years ago, our plan was for us to have a team in the kitchen. Actually, we both didn't start in the kitchen or any. Uh, we decided that um, I had worked at the hospital before and I worked at the pharmacy, so I have experience in customer service. Gotcha. So answering phones and talking to customers um, and just, you know, I'm used to that. I just have a passion for caring for people and loving on people and, and just that. So we immediately 
you know, that was where I knew and I was comfortable. Gotcha. He had, um, you know, always, he was working at Save a Lot, but before he worked at Burger King, so he always managed the orders and things like I that. I gotcha. The okay. first day I remember we got so busy and we were asking, you know, uh, our team, I need this and I need that. And it, and it wasn't working, you know, so it's like Nick had to go back in the kitchen. And okay. so for a, a, a little while, you know, I stay in the the front of the house but then that summer nick broke his leg right um so then i had to go in the kitchen and learn the american side and the hispanic side and that was a very tough season for the business because i was used to him handling orders and doing things but now he had to be home for three four months and I literally, when I was sitting in the hospital room, I, I was, I just felt so overwhelmed. I was I'm like, sure. I was like, I don't know how we're gonna do this because the doctor was like, he'll probably be walking in six months, and I was like, what? And not only that, I was pregnant with Johanna, right? yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, Jesus. I was like, I knew in my spirit, I knew the that it was gonna be hard. It was like God was preparing me that it was gonna be a really hard season for us because for so long I depended on Nick sure and now I didn't have anybody to really depend on in a way of helping me here or there with the business on top of having a family of five and Jediah being one and a half and I'm like all right we're (laughs) I don't know how we're gonna do this but but you did we did got through we we did got through 2019. 2019, yeah. yes, it right. was. Before right before COVID, right before which COVID. is this whole other podcast, and we'll have you yeah. guys come back and talk about that. Yes. But, yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy when we first came. Like I said, a lot of times you have a lot of times you have your plan and everything on paper. And I have a mentor who's been in in the restaurant business for over 50 years, and he told me he literally told me. And and sometimes you think you know you have it under control right. and everything's all right. He's like. Everything may look right on paper, but I promise you the moment that first order comes in, you're not going to have any clue of what you're doing. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. I know exactly what I've been doing. I've been doing this for 25 years. You, you know, whatever. And when that first order came in, it was chaos. And I remember literally thinking, I don't even know what plate this food is going to go on and how it's going to, where we're going to sit it or like you, it's written on paper, but it's different when it happens. And and I think the best way to describe it as far as how our, our partnership and how we work in the restaurant is like, I'm like the the sound or the noise, but Helen's the rhythm. Gotcha. So she puts it all together. I see. I have a lot of That's ideas. Beautiful. I have a lot of things. I, I have a lot of the action and, and produce a lot of stuff, but Helen makes it all work together. I and see. That's, we've learned our position in that place and in, in, in that uh, environment. And that's allowed us to work. A, a lot of husband and wife teams don't make it. And it is very, very difficult there. You know, if it wasn't for our commitment to each other before the business, before anything else, right. this would have never made it. Yeah. And um, just because of how difficult it is for to, to work with someone you not only live with, but that you love and that you're raising a family with. Hey, sure. And, and so, but I think we identified our roles in the beginning and life changed. And small for small businesses, that's going to happen. Right. So again, yep. thinking that it's going to be the way you you want it, it's going to be the way you wrote it down, and and thinking that that's set in stone is is 
is going to be a detriment to you if you try to open a small business. Yeah. You must be willing to change and adapt. And uh, when I broke my leg, um, not only, you know, she she puts it in 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 the nicest terms she can. I checked out. Sure. I mean, honestly, yeah. I um, I had never in my life been incapacitated to where I could not do anything or work. I I've, right. I've actually never broke a bone until then. I've never anything. So I thought you break a bone and you go get a cast and then you're better. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a regular break. It was a trauma break, and I was out for almost six months. And I remember when they took the cast off, they were like. Uh, you know, don't freak out, but your foot may not work. And it literally didn't. In my brain, my foot was moving, but physically my foot was sure. still sitting in yeah. place. And uh, so it was a it was a season where where we did not know what was next, but because we were committed to what we had planned to do, and not just to our family and our dream uh, to, to have a business, but to our community. Exactly, um, yeah. We've from day one had a desire to give back and and produce something special for our community and that's been a driving force even through seasons where finances were horrible where it you know sales were 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 disastrous in covid and right. and those types of things it was the commitment to the community to our team and the people around us that we're going to keep doing this until you know we we literally can't anymore well i just you know a restaurant is one of the hardest businesses to start and sustain. Working in a family business can be tough. Working with family and having the family side of, you know, a health crisis, um, a birth, which is a joyous thing. Um, just, you know, all of these things that have typically can get somebody down and just have them check out. You guys have overcome. But I think some of the themes I hear is be flexible and agile, but stick with your plan. Develop a great partnership from the beginning. Flex it and make sure that it's it can shift and be agile and flexible. Don't be sentimental about what you're producing, but be sentimental about your passion and your goal. And above all, have joy, love, and peace. Because I think that when anybody outside in the community looks at the wakes, that's what they see. You're small business owners, but that's really what you bring. I want to thank you guys for coming. Our time is up. And so we will we'll have you come back. Um, thank you, Helen. Thank you, Nick. Continued success with you and your family. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform.